for the most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to LA Talk Radio, your real talk station, with 24 hours of commercial free programming. The Green Room is brought to you today by Amazon. Check out SeanTGreen.com and click the Amazon link for great Green Room deals. And now, live from Sherman Oaks, California, the host of The Green Room, Sean Green! Alright everyone, welcome to the program. We're doing it live here on LA Talk Radio. I'm your host, Sean Green. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We have an amazing show for you this evening. Feel free to give us a call, 323-203-0815. With me, as always, my left-hand man, Logan Lysico. Logan, thanks for showing up. Thank you for having me. (laughs) All right. Appreciate it. Uh, I also have a guest comedian sitting in on the program, Cornell Reed. Cornell, thanks for coming in. Not a problem. Um, uh... Isn't it right-hand man? Uh yeah, it's it's right hand man traditionally, but you know Logan, he's not he's not your traditional guy, so he's a little he's a left handed guy. Uh, Logan, are you actually left handed? No, I'm right handed. Oh, okay. All right. No, there I'm we right-handed. go. Now I, I, there was a problem with the mics. They're uh three. Yeah. They're wrong labeled, but man, we got a great show. Um, oh Cornell, you mind stop chewing that gum? <laughs> we should uh, blame no, all I mean, our problems I, on a fictitious uh, intern named Billy, like. Billy, stop fucking chewing gum and turn my <laughs> mic up. Fuck. That's a good idea. <laughs> All right, Billy. Billy, uh, throw out your gum. It's You can hear it. All right, so Logan, uh, how last we left, um, we had New Year's Eve here. We had the New Year's Eve countdown. Then we went oh, to a yeah. New Year's Eve party. How'd your New Year's end up for you? It ended up pretty good. Yeah? What? Yeah. Anything happen? Yeah, I, I didn't know we were going to talk about this, but yeah, I kissed a girl. Pretty, pretty adorable. <laughs> you and Katy Perry both kissed a girl? How'd yep. that go down? Um, Well, it was pretty... <laughs> I don't want to talk about this, but basically... I don't know. She was really shy. It was Rohini. She was really shy about it. Yeah, no you one have, knows who you're talking about. Yeah, Sorry. You don't have to nah. give a name. No one's asking for a name. Well, it could be Rohini Brown. It could be Rohini ja- Jameson. Who knows? <laughs> Rohini Brown? <laughs> right. There's a lot of, there's there's a lot lot of Rohinis it could there. be. Yeah. All right, um, so you had a good time. You enjoyed yourself. Yeah. Cornell, was how was fun. how was your New Year's? Uh, it was great. I was um, in the middle of a cabin in the middle of nowhere, just um, getting drunk with my parents. It was a dream come true. Nice. <laughs> nice. Any uh, any anecdotes from the New Year's party? Did you guys count it down out there, or uh, how'd it go down? Yeah, I mean, we were in a cabin without TV or internet or cell phone service or anything, and um, we would go uh, cross-country skiing, which is like hiking in the snow, and so like we get back, and like I remember we got back, and I was waiting around, and I looked at the clock, and it was 6 p.m., I was like, Jesus Christ, I've just spent six hours with my family just to make it to the new year. You know, it was miserable. <laughs> um, I was like, I don't know how. Well, you totally turned it. on this anecdote. At first it was like, oh, it was a good time. and then uh, Yeah. Yeah, but six hours of sitting with just like your family is kind of intense. Right. That's a lot. That's a lot of straight sitting to do. Yeah. Nothing to do with talking. And, um, and so uh, I made it. <laughs> You're still here. I'm still here, and uh, it was. Know. It ended up being just fine, you know. Drank a little <laughs> bit of champagne, and 
and uh, a lot of tequila, and uh, welcome to the new year. All right. Well, uh, last program, Logan said what he wished for the new year for the show was to get bigger guests, bigger celebrities, and Logan, I'm uh, happy to announce we have a really big celebrity. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) What about the explosions? Oh, yeah. Logan also was looking for more explosions during the show. Oh, bigger explosions. We have no explosions on the show. I guess Logan was bummed out about that. But, yeah, we have a a major celebrity calling into the program. JWoww from uh, the Jersey Shore is supposed to call in in about 10 minutes. So if you guys have any uh, questions for JWoww you want to get in before she calls in, feel free to give us a call. 323-203-0815. I had a a great New Year's. It was was a pretty good party, you know, dressed up, uh, got pretty liquored up. And, uh, you know, I was enjoying myself. I was uh, making some headways with this uh, one chick. And, uh, you know, it seemed like it was going pretty well. And then, uh, you know, her, her friend came up to me and, and was like, hey, uh, just so you know, uh, she's a really nice girl. I don't want you to break her heart. Like, this is even before anything happened or whatever. Her friend's already kind of giving me the third degree. Like, hey, you're not a... She, don't she, hurt her. Yeah, she's like, you're not an asshole, are you? I was like, no. First off, if I was an asshole, do you think I would? That oh yeah, I'm like a, a totally. Got me. I'm, uh, that's why I'm a totally self-realized, honest asshole. When you ask me whether or not I'm an asshole, I say yes. Well, of course I'm an asshole, and I'm aware of it, and I'm really honest. So. Is that a problem? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chicks dig assholes, right? So uh, I know, you know, I played up like, no, hey, I'm not looking for a relationship either. Whatever happens, man, it's news. And, you know, it's going well, or so I thought. And then, uh, you know, we start hanging out and, you know, start uh, playing a little tonsil hockey, as my dad liked to say. And, uh, you know, really, really <laughs> enjoying you it. you tonsil hockey with your dad? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's how it came off. Slap shot from Old Man Green. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> He's like Wayne Gretzky of tonsil hockey. He's going for a hat trick. My dad's a prolific tonsil hockey scorer. No, he, my, that's just something my dad would you, would say uh, in, uh. instead of making out. But he, uh, yeah. So I was making out with this chick. It was going well, and then I was like, all right, you know, she was she was pretty drunk, and almost to the point where like I had to like, all right, slow down. I'm I'm a gentleman. Moves a lot. Yeah, there was there was everyone was looking at us, but I I was drunk too. I was like, ah, who cares? Look at me. I'm mauling this chick. And, <laughs> We were making out, and then... The, I like how your dad's is tonsil hockey, and you say molly. <laughs> That's so we're not a, We don't have very romantic language in the Green family. But we're making out, and then I'm occasionally hitting the lights on, <laughs> like with my elbow, so that's really making it uncomfortable. Like it's this dark, dark mystery party, and then, oh, bright lights on everything. But that wasn't slowing her down a bit, so I was kind of, uh, you know, worried. And so I went out, and I was like, I need a cigarette. I'll, I'll relax. I don't even smoke cigarettes, but I was like, New Year's Eve, just made out, just rang in the O10, right? I was like, oh, I'll have a cigarette. And then people start coming out. They're like, whoa, you're making out with that chick. Well, you see, she's talking to that guy in the uh, kitchen a lot. This is literally ten minutes later. I'm like, yeah, well, whatever. I'm not, I'm not a jealous guy. I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know, I can't go in there and just like grab her back. And then people are coming up to me like, yo, if you want to beat that dude up, let's do that. <laughs> and obviously, they're kidding because the people that are coming up to me have never beat up anything in their life. Um, Unlike us. Yeah. No, I. Yeah, but I don't. Right. I don't. I don't beat up anything. <laughs> I occasionally body check guys in the office, but that's just to show my, just try to mix things up at work. It's a pretty boring job. But anyway, I'm like, oh, okay, well, it's been long enough. I've given her break, you know, she's got some time to breathe, uh, literally and uh, <laughs> metaphorically. And so I go back into the kitchen to, you know, reignite the conversation, you know, continue this awesome makeout session, and nope, 
making out with another guy. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it, 2010, you're already off to a really bad start. I think I remember at one point you walking up to our we had like a circle of people just talking and you walked up to the conversation and someone was like, oh, it's Sean, I saw you making out with some girl. And you, you were like, yeah, she's over there making out with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was so embarrassing because I, I made such a public spectacle of myself making out with this chick and then everyone's like, hey, where's your new girl? It's like, that didn't work out. And then I saw her I saw her friend and I, I gave her the scowl and I was like, oh, guess you interviewed the wrong guy, huh? <laughs> uh, man. You should have just made a conjugal visit to that girl in prison you made out with last year. Oh, yeah. We were talking about that last year. The, uh, the chick I made out with um, last year who ended up, uh, I guess she had already been in trouble. Uh, long story short, she was going to jail for, I guess, manslaughter or something. She gave someone some oh, some yeah. bad drugs or something. The person ended up dying. And uh, anyway, she was a really nice girl. It seemed like a harmless mistake. We were kind of hooking up. I, I couldn't seal the deal, which was really embarrassing for a chick. <laughs> Going away to prison, it's like, I could either hook up with you or, uh, no, I'll just, uh, I will just, uh, stay absent before my long-term prison sentence. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then I wrote her a letter in prison and, uh, never heard back from her. You so. wrote her a letter? Yeah. What did your letter say? Uh, it, oh, come on, tell us about the letter. Oh, well, it was, uh, last episode, that was a lot of it, but, or, I mean, oh, not sorry. a lot of it, but, uh, I'll recap it. Uh, basically, my letter was me trying to flirt in a letter. It's <laughs> just really awkward. It's like, prisoner. <laughs> so, hey, how's uh, how's life treating you, huh? Oh, bummer. I guess uh, my life's going crappy too. Uh, but- you were complaining about your life? <laughs> well, that's that's what my go-to move. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be self-deprecating to a woman in prison. Well, apparently, I learned that, Cornell. <laughs> apparently, I'm not pen pal material. <laughs> But long story short, she's on work release, and I haven't heard from her since. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, not that know, bad. You love? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I was like, hey, we had a lot of fun, and then maybe when you get out, we can hang out sometime. <laughs> she doesn't She isn't even in jail in the area. She's, like, in the jail in the Pacific Northwest. So there's a lot of things um, holding back our I, love. You know what? I don't believe that she wouldn't have written you back. I think those damn prison guards... Didn't give her the letter. Yeah, they're jealous. You know what, Logan? That's why. That's why you're here on the program, Logan. Your unbridled optimism, your ability to look at any situation, <laughs> said no. He, Sean couldn't have been rejected. It had to be some technicality. The guards probably looked it's at my impossible. letter. <laughs> the guards looked at my letter and were like, "This prose is too beautiful to waste on a prisoner. I'm taking it home to my yeah, wife." Exactly. That's probably what happened. Well, speaking of out of control women, uh, this video surfaced on the internet. Have you heard this, uh, Logan? Mariah Carey, she's accepting her award for a uh, participant. She's in the new film Precious. This is at the Palm Springs Film Festival, and this is her accepting her award. First off, you can already hear in just that high pitch. Ah! It's like a, a dolphin. Okay. How can an amazing comedian... 
how can a how can a real comedian like uh, who's she married to? Nick, Nick Cannon. Cannon yeah. How can a guy who enjoys comedy? How can he stand up to this woman night after night being married to her? I don't understand it. I love have you. Seen it? I agree. I have to say, this is. <laughs> It's like she's going in slow motion. She has just lost all capacity for how time is going by by her. And please forgive me because I'm a little bit, um, yeah. Whoa, she is gone. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but like later. Let's see the. I don't see the big deal in that. Everyone's always drunk at those. Later, her publicist will be like, oh, she was uh, suffering from exhaustion. <laughs> yeah, sitting in the audience. I just honestly, I read this book, Push, which is now precious and out on the stores. When I... <laughs> God, this is... Wait, that's <laughs> not true, is it? She didn't write that. No, she read it. Oh. Uh, but I don't even know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll say both are untrue. But yeah, she's uh, getting all liquored up. She's like the only woman who can win an award for acting and hurt her career by doing <laughs> so. You know yeah, what I mean? They're like, well, yeah, because now everyone's going to see it and like, wow, that that was award worthy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, she's that drunk bitch. We're not putting her in our movies. Oh, man. Speaking of bitches, you guys here, uh, it looks like Conan's going to get the boot. Have you guys heard that? What? Yeah, it looks like... I don't know. The rumor is there's a lot of rumors floating around. It, it Man, doesn't seem. I thought seem... he was kicking ass personally. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. the show has been, but he's losing to Letterman by like two million, uh, you know, viewers per show. So I don't know what they're gonna do. They've been talking about taking Jay Leno and then putting him in back at the 11:30 slot. I don't know. I don't see how that's gonna work because right now, from doing the 10 o'clock show, it's like he got exposed as being not that good at doing a late night talk show host, and then how. How are you going to try to sell this as like, oh, look at this exciting new thing? It's like, there's no way they can they can do this swap now and not look like gigantic assholes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really, it's just Leno stealing another late night show <laughs> host's job. It's just essentially Leno just taking down the entire late night industry. He's, yeah, he's essentially exactly. destroying NBC from the inside out. Exactly. Well, I wonder how much it is, like, people watching Letterman just because they accidentally left CSI Miami on. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like having a show that's as high as rated as CSI or whatever crappy CBS show, NCIS LA, a lot of people <laughs> watch Forgetting Jag? Yeah. Is Jag still on? I don't know. I assume so. <laughs> I don't think it's getting the hit ratings that, that How many NCIS crimes is. happen in the Navy? How can they make a whole show about just crimes happening in the Navy? Yeah. No, but yeah, I think it's I, I think it has to do with the lead-in, and then NBC having this 10 o'clock show that's... It's a terrible lead-in. Yeah, that's just, uh, you know, the Jay Leno show's doing bad, and then thus it's bringing down the 11 o'clock news, which is bringing down Conan, which is bringing down Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> which <laughs> is really hurting Carson Daly. <laughs> this is, really? this is the Carson worst... Carson Daly's new version of his show, by the way? Yeah, it's not a late-night talk show host anymore. He's they're just standing much, there... Yeah, they're pretty much like, yeah, you don't get a studio, but if you can send us a tape... <laughs> Every day. We'll play it, Have you seen it? It's a half-hour show, and it's just him hanging out in different spots in L.A. with no crowd or anything, and it's just like, hey, I heard about this new band. Here's a video of them playing music. 
That, and that's the whole thing. I gotta be honest, I do like it better than his old show. It's awful. <laughs> well, right. I mean, to be honest, Carson Daly was not born to perform a monologue. He's not a. He's not. What funny, was Carson Daly is... born to do then? I don't know. Host TRL. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Rocking New Year's Eve. He seemed to do that, all right. Yeah, not like Kathy Griffin. Yeah, Kathy Griffin uh, hosts, and then she cursed again. She curses every New Year's on CNN. They, you know, still act shocked. Her and. Uh, Anderson Cooper. Yeah. Fuck Anderson Cooper, too, by the way. <laughs> why? Why? You're not a big Anderson Cooper fan? Yeah, I don't know. He just seems smug. I don't like him. Right. All these girls think he's really handsome. And well, that's because he's, you know, that's because he's gay, allegedly. But, uh, you know. Allegedly? You don't think he's really gay? No, I do, but I'm not, I'm, you know, I don't want to be libeled. I mean, I'm sure people over at CNN are listening to this program right now. You can't just, <laughs> you can't just out major celebrities without right, saying right, allegedly, right. Cornell. Good point, good point. Let me teach you a couple things about libel law. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, speaking of CBS, uh, CBS is one of the stations that, or no, this is actually coming off ABC. This is, if you guys aren't familiar with the program Jersey Shore, I'll give you a little recap of, uh, oh, this is the news talking about Jersey Shore. Uh, have you seen this new reality show called the Jersey Shore on MTV? It's sort of what everyone is talking about. Now, let me just give you the tagline. According to them, it's the hottest, tannest, craziest guidos. That's how oh. they are depicting the show. But on the tease for last week's episode, they show a woman. She's one of the characters. She's in a bar. And you see a guy who's also in the bar, and he just clocks her. He punches her in the face. Gosh. And, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> I just love these women kind of, gosh, oh, yeah. oh gosh. darn it. It's a huge hit. You, what course, guy does that? You see him in the next scene. He's escorted out by a police car. But now a lot of people are upset. Uh, They're saying this is offensive and should have been scrapped before it aired. And to sort of multiply all of these I agree. problems. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's off. As when I saw this. Over and over, by the way. Yeah, of course, they're going <laughs> to still play it. Like, oh, my God, we're so outraged. Oh, I can't believe this. Oh, my God. Oh, here's some more. Uh, I wish someone punched them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> just come in on the news and just break through and punch them in the face. Here's some more. Uh, this is uh, The same oh guy somehow got in there all drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a, he's a special education teacher at somewhere in the Northeast, and I guess he like lost Illinois. his job. As, yeah, or some, uh, somewhere, and he lost his job based off appearing on the show. <laughs> the second episode of MTV's controversial new reality show, Jersey Shore, airs tonight. If it's anything like the first, it will make some viewers very upset. CBS News correspondent Bianca Solorzano has the story. It has tons of hair gel, tanning, and hooking up. I love how they say uh, tons of hair gel, hooking up. <laughs> like they do it, they do it so like derogatory. Hooking up. Hair MTV's gel. newly launched reality show Jersey Shore follows eight hormone crazed young adults through a wild summer. These twenty somethings are all Italian Americans, and some Italian American heritage groups are angry over what they feel are offensive ethnic stereotypes portrayed in the show, including the unchecked use of the term Guido. I love Guido. <laughs> unchecked term, like that would make it so awkward. If if they actually started bleeping out every time they say Guido in the Jersey Shore. It's like, I love beep, and I want to just settle down and marry a beep. Oh, Let's go. I don't think it's fair for anybody to be portrayed like this. I know it's self. Well, this guy isn't being portrayed. It's the people that are on the yeah, show. Exactly. I don't know why he's so upset. But it's unfortunate that MTV has become really empty TV. What I would like to say. Empty TV. Oh, man. I love that guy's Ooh. burn. Oh, you thought it was MTV? Try empty TV. TV is for them to pull the show. 
The buzz has grown to include at least one advertiser pulling its ads from the program. Domino's Pizza said in a statement to CBS News, we just have chosen not to be on that particular show, citing the content of the show wasn't right for Domino's. Oh no, not Domino's. Yeah, Domino's. <laughs> it's like... Everyone now, I think that Al Pacino is just like one of them Guidos. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's changed everything I knew about. How, because how are they angry about the Sopranos and these people? Clearly, they're not the same people. Yeah, yeah. What 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 do they want? I don't know. What would be a positive portrayal of Italian Americans? All right. Well, we're about to find out because we got a uh, call coming in right now. Is this uh, Jenny? Hey, it is. Hey, what's up, Jenny? Uh, thanks for calling into the green room. I'm Sean Green. I'm here with my buddy uh, Logan and Cornell. Thanks for calling up. What up, Green? Ed? No, thanks for having me on. All right. So, uh, all right. Wow. So, take us. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, how's your life been? You go from uh, mild-mannered Guidette to now you're you're the hottest chick on the hottest reality show right now. You went from not being on television at all to being instantly famous. So how's that uh, transition been for you? It's definitely, um, definitely a trip, I guess you want to call it, you know, it's all positive though. So taking it day by day and just, you know, enjoying the fame while it lasts. So you don't, you don't, you don't plan on pursuing the fame afterwards? Like, do you have a plan? Like, is there a JWoww plan? Like, what do you want to do with, uh, this newfound fame from the Jersey Shore? What's your next move? Oh, of course. You know, I want to stay in the limelight as long as I can, um, you know, maybe a spinoff. Who knows where it's going to take me as of right now. Definitely getting a clothing line together and um, taking it step by step, you know, making sure that uh, now the clothing I can get a couple years out of it. Now the clothing line, would it include some of the tops you wore on the Jersey Shore so far? It is. It oh, is. Nice. Those are all clothes that I made. And, um, you know, I'm just going to try and make them better and make them for the public and affordable and you know sexy edgy for all women and all sizes well i don't know if all sizes uh, can wear some of the tops you pulled off <laughs> maybe not but you know but definitely the dresses um the jeans you know they can wear those right so uh now I, i'm looking at your bio here you grew up in upstate new york and yep. uh when did you move into the city how old were you when you moved into new york 21. I packed my stuff and went by myself. Now, what uh, what what brought the uh, the change of venue? Why did you say, hey, New York, here I come? Uh, my second bachelor degree, I wanted it in animation and fine arts, and I felt that New York City would have the best programs and schools. Now, I read this uh, in your bio that you you uh, studied computer programming for a while, because watching the show, the last thing I thought was like, Jay, wow, oh, she has a background in computer programming. Yes, that was my first degree in upstate. Um, I really don't fit the, the stereotype, but yeah, I'm really good at computers. I, I imagine and, you're um, a lot better looking than most computer programmers. Yeah, um, it was an awkward um, degree for me, but I learned a lot, and then I wanted to cha transition it into making websites, and I, I figured out that I could draw during it, so I changed my main major to fine arts, and uh, went from there. Nice. Now it says uh, when you when you got to New York, you were tired of waiting in line, uh, you know, freezing your ass off. You're tired of being pushed around by these guys running the New York club scene. So you decided yeah. to conquer the New York club scene. What does that entail? What do you mean by conquering the New York club scene? I just I don't know. I wanted to. Um, I, I didn't want to be that regular Long Island New York girl. So 
I kind of put my foot to the door and started working at a couple clubs, promoting them. And then it just went from there. And then I got my name at a very hot club in um, the Hamptons. It's a day party. And then just met the right people and the right DJs and the right promoters and just said, you know, screw it. I'm not going to be that girl that waits in line. The girls that grew up in New York and in Long Island that were my friends that would just stay there. And, you know, they just constantly waited. And I was just like, no, that's not me. So you were like... I look too good. <laughs> I look too good to be waiting in line. <laughs> now, how did uh, how did you, did you... Obviously, you don't audition for the Jersey Shore, but I imagine there's some sort of casting process. How did you hear oh, about... Oh, it's big. How did you hear about the Jersey Shore? I was running a VIP at a club in Long Island, and they are casting for another show that my friend wanted to be on. And to make it less nervous for him, I tried out with him, and then they called me a couple weeks later and was like, you know, you don't really fit the profile for this one, but I definitely got a new, um, you know, a show that's coming out, <laughs> like Guido show. And I'm like, all right, whatever, let's see. And that was over a year and a half ago. So it's been, it was a long process. Now, what was the other show that you were trying out for that they said, oh, no, you're not good for this show. We have to get you on the Guidette show, though. Paris Hilton. Oh, you're my new BFF. <laughs> so you're auditioning for Paris Hilton BFF. They're like, sorry, that's not going to work out. My gay best friend, yep. <laughs> but we have the role for you, the role of a lifetime. Yep, it was, that's exactly it. My gay best friend wanted to be on Paris Hilton so bad, but he's so nervous. And then a couple of weeks later, they're like, we have yeah, basically, the, like, we have you for this show. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Now, uh, the term guidette. I, you've been getting a lot of slack, or the show has been getting criticism. Uh, you know, they see it as, oh, this is a, this is derogatory to Italian people. This is this is epitome of a racial slur. Is that is the Guido Guidette? Is that like the N word? You can use that because you're Italian. Or do you find? No, and I'm not even that, Italian. You're not even Italian. Not even Italian. It's a lifestyle that, um, you know, me and thousands of other people choose. It's a it's a lifestyle on the East Coast that you know we're proud of. We only get three months of summer, and then we just try and live it up. And it's very stereotypical, but um, you know we're all proud of it. I'm not Italian. I'm Spanish and Irish. You are, and you're... I take pride. Yeah, well, you're... Oh, <laughs> three of us on the show are Italian. Wow, Jesus full Italian. Christ. I'm uh, I'm Irish myself. I grew up on the East Coast. I actually uh, spent senior prom afterwards at a Seaside Heights uh, apartment. Like we had a, uh, we rented a big party house. I didn't even go to senior prom. I just went. Yeah, directly to the party house, hung out there. You got, sound like me. Yeah, <laughs> I got uh, I got really drunk, and me and my buddy split a case of nitrous, and that was my senior prom at the Seaside Heights. <laughs> now, yeah, I never made it to uh, prom either. I just made it to the parties after. <laughs> now um, you're talking about uh, you know prom and going on dates. From uh, how the show's been played out so far, has there been any problems where like uh, you know you? You had the relationship back home, and then, you know, on the show, you were talking about explaining to your uh, boyfriend, you know, this is what happened or whatever, and then he gets to watch the episodes now. Has that caused any uh, friction? No, um, I think we moved past it because it was, you know, <laughs> months after that, you know, when we saw it, we just kind of laughed it off. So uh, he he was able, to, when you uh, saw Polly D's. Uh, Prince Albert in a can or whatever, he was able to laugh that off. It wasn't a problem. He didn't, it didn't like reopen old wounds. No, like as you can see, like from tonight's episode, he was there after it took place. So, um, you know, my boyfriend was visiting every week. So does that mean I can show you my show. wound? They just really don't show it. 
Now is that is that a problem? Do you have like that seems to be a big complaint of people in you know reality stars? They always complain like, oh, that's not really how it went. They made me to look out to be a slut, but I'm not a slut. You don't. Oh man, they didn't show you all that other stuff. Do you have a complaint with the the show so far on how you've been? Yeah, portrayed? I mean they don't show everything they can't because they have to take hundreds of hours and throw it into like 45 minutes. But it is what it is, and you take it. For what it's worth, you know, and you just, like I said, you just got to take it with a grain of salt and just laugh at it. So at the end of the day, we're still together and we're fine. So, you know, the reality star, quote unquote, like breakup thing didn't catch me. So you, uh, everything that happened on the show, you guys, uh, I don't know, was it Tom or whatever, you guys are still together even after the show? Yeah, we're still together. He's here right now. Oh, nice. <laughs> so yeah. now... Uh, now, uh, you had this uh, quote, you've had a couple of uh, popular quotes from the show, one of which I think, you know, they've been playing a lot, but uh, where you describe yourself as a praying mantis. After, uh, after that sex was so the- long ago. It's so <laughs> funny. Um, they, obviously, they don't show you me saying it because I wasn't saying, I didn't even show, say it, uh, I never said it on the show. But uh, it was definitely, I think, during one of my audition tapes that I said something to that effect. And, uh, you know, they're, they're not letting that one down. <laughs> well, you, they, have you, they have you pegged as like a black widow. You just love these guys and then murder them. But what did you mean, <laughs> yeah. what did you mean by that, by the praying mantis? Had describe, I mean, I imagine it's an emotional metaphor, but what did that yeah, mean exactly? Yeah, it's like exactly? chew them up and spit them out, kind of, you know, saying like, you know, use and abuse guys. Anyone that... Yeah, um, that whole like stereotypical Guido, you know, white like those looks. I don't really play for like the muscle tattooed look. Wait, so hold I on. Like, Jay, wow, let's... try and get them in. What's up? Well, just slow down. This you're telling me you're not into juiced up, muscly guys. No, no, oh, wow. I like to play with their mind, you know, I give them head games, and then you know, that's where the term came from, where I like chew them up and spit them out, like I make them think like. I, they have a chance, and then I just kind of like shut them down. Hey, All right, we're um, <clears throat> Sean Logan and I are kind of like club kings in LA over here. <laughs> so if we came out to the Jersey Shore, is there any way you could hook us up? Definitely, definitely. If you guys come out, I'll make sure nice. you you know you're taken care of. Get Not some... necessarily Jersey Shore, but if you come to the East Coast, yeah, anywhere on the East. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sick. Now, uh, I, I, some, my buddy uh, lives in Manhattan. I make it out there sometimes now. She All right. got it. I, I'm there. I'm not a, uh, I'm not a juiced up, muscly guy. I'm, I'm posting up in the club. What do I have to say? What do I have to do to approach a JWoww? Um. You know, saying that you're not, see. you're not in a relationship. You're there, hanging out, dancing, looking to meet guys. As a guy, a single guy, you know, I, I most of my uh, games based off my personality. I don't. I don't have much yeah, of a six pack. Yeah, that's actually. Don't be like Mike. <laughs> so you, but Mike, the situation—he's getting laid all the time. You're saying don't yeah, be like Mike. Yeah, by by like creatures, you scrape up the boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> sounds fine. <laughs> <laughs> don't no, be like him, and you'd have a chance if you, you know. When girls get approached by that arrogance and the ignorance, it just—it doesn't play out good. Now I'm I'm sure being in the club scene you've heard all the the standard lines and stuff like that. Has there ever been an approach 
uh, like that kind of blew you away. Like, oh, that's a good way to approach. Like if I went up to you and, and spit some game about computer programming, like, oh, hey, I heard you're into Visual Basic or, so, you know, something that you wouldn't expect. Like, is there any that kind of... That would probably be good, yeah. Yeah, we could, talk, <laughs> we could talk about C++, uh, you know, Adobe Flash. Cobol, HTML, SQL. If you're into me, then go to Takeoff That's Top. how Tom got me. Is that how... So is that how you're... How did you and your, uh, your boyfriend now, how did you guys meet? Um, in Vegas, actually. And then we saw each other a couple months later at a mutual, like, friend's barbecue. And we were actually, after we cut, like, the BS out, we were talking about, like, stuff like that because he was Wait, in business sorry. management. Sorry, slow down. Cut, and, cut, um, the, cut the BS out? Oh, sorry. The BS. The oh, BS. BS. Oh, we okay, cut, sorry. like, the, the BS out. Like, yeah, it would be, like, the same drink. And we just started talking about things that we had in common. No let way, me, I like that drink too. <laughs> What's it, let me guess, uh, energy drink and vodka? No, vodka pineapple. Oh, vodka pineapple. All right. Uh, you don't know what I drink, Sean? Goose, goose and juice. That's the secret to JWoww. Go, pull up with the goose and juice. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, uh, I'm going to play this clip from last week. This is uh, you when... Uh, I guess uh, some chick is talking uh, shit on uh, Snooky or Snookers, as I like to call her. And uh, you you do the courageous thing and uh, stand up for her. I, I just wonder if you could, like, kind of take us through your thought process here as this goes down. In the corner, nice girls are, like, filling their mouths, saying stupid Is everybody on a short leash? Like, maybe I'm on a short leash right now. Very short. So you're at the club. You're already kind of uh, willing to go off, right? Yeah, we just got there. It was um, we just we could just tell the vibe. I didn't want to be there in the first place. Nicole kind of forced me, and you know these girls just kept harping and harping and harping. And once they said something about her, it was just it's kind of like the last show. I was like, oh, I just couldn't take it anymore. Kind of like Ron that happened tonight. It was just like, you know, the last, It was like you're fed up at that point. Now, uh, and I hope I hope go off. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, we'll get back to this clip in a second, but that obviously that's an aspect they can't show the program. I imagine you're going into these, you know, these Seaside Heights bars right on the boardwalk, and not only are you guys bringing a lot of intention, you know, yeah, you, know, you got a pack of people there, but you're also bringing in all these camera, all these like uh, sound crew, and all that other stuff that comes with the production. Does that bring a lot of attention? Like, what I would imagine, you know, people are jealous, people are annoyed by that. Yeah. How was the reaction? You're exactly right. You're exactly right. So how were people's reactions when you were going about just trying to hang out and get drunk or do whatever? A lot of people don't realize that um, like 90% of New Jersey tried out for their show and didn't get on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, this is a little more from the, one of the 90% that didn't make it on the Jersey Shore. We're just so short right now with all these people. Girls yelling at us. It's kind of in our face, annoying. And then she started making fun of Snooki. Oh, See that's see that I th I feel like guys it's you call them gay chicks you call them fat that's like the last straw it's like all right you're ready to throw down right here now I like yeah I, I like your move you throw her the warning shot you throw the drink in her face like that's that's essentially <laughs> the warning shot that's essentially like for men that's like all right let's take this shit outside for a woman it's throwing the drink when the drink comes out look out um, over and I see like hair being pulled and all this. I'm like oh my god like how do I get in 
that was I love I love uh, this uh, Snooky as a firecracker because the the re- like you know they showed a couple days before she had gotten punched in the face and you know she's spending all day with an ice pack on her face then you know two days later you're out of the club she's ready to mix it up again nothing deters this woman. Oh no, that's that's the funniest part. You see her like little poof trying to like get through the crowd of people <laughs> to try and help me fight. It was hysterical. So yeah, then you yeah like uh, like they said. In the oh game, yeah, I would just... defend that girl to the end. Like she's like my little, she's like a mini me. She's a little sweetheart. So <laughs> she's a troll. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my God. Uh, I got a question real quick. Yeah, Cornell has a question. Um, how did you? There's like a lot of lady listeners for the show too. Um, so I just want to ask for them. How did you get like such beautiful natural looking breasts? Oh yeah, so natural. <laughs> what do you mean? A doctor. What? They're fake? Yeah, they uh she in an article here that she said I'm um, shattered. Yeah, sorry. You you wrecked Cornell's life, but I mean they look real, so that's all that matters. Now you said you gave you Even said though he's on the radio. He's <laughs> physically acting out up He looks despondent. Up. I'm kind of worried. There's no so you you decided uh what what brought about that change? You're 20 years old. What what makes you decide like, all right, this is the time for the breast augmentation? You just lost a fan. <laughs> No idea. I don't know. I think a couple of my girlfriends were getting them. Um, I think I wanted just like uh, like a new type of me when I moved down to New York. It was like my own present for myself when I was turning 21. Now, what is um? Now, I I um, I'm not a father, but what has has your dad around? (laughs) Is your mom around? Like, what have they? My mom doesn't know the show is even existed. Holy shit! Your mom doesn't even know the show's on. Nope. And my dad, um, (laughs) you know, he thinks it's scripted. So. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. The boob job was scripted. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, the script guy had the boob job, you know, knocking that chick out. That's nice. Um, that's I mean, that's, yeah. Well, my dad's proud of that. He knows that anything outside of the house, um, you know, we couldn't control. And my dad's seen my left hook many times, so right. he just laughed at it. And, Wait, now you and, say you say your dad's seen your left hook many times. Were you growing up? Were you in Golden Gloves or something? What else? Like how many I fights? I did fourteen years. Fourteen years of martial arts. Really? What kind of what yeah. kind of martial arts? Uh, kickboxing and taekwondo. And my dad taught me. Um, I think it was tai chi and jujitsu when I was ten. Is that harder or easier with your fake breasts now? <laughs> that was prior to them. Oh, okay. Because you got to watch out. If I don't know if they're saline or silicone, but you can you can pop those things. Trust me. <laughs> I learned the hard way. Nice roundhouse. Well, we're talking about fighting. I saw, uh, I think it was the Gamer Awards that you presented, uh, you and some of the other castmates, you guys presented with Mike Tyson. What was that like, meeting Mike Tyson? And also, what was it like watching the situation and Pauly D meet Mike Tyson? <laughs> it was great. You know, Mike. Mike's a, a very nice guy in real life. His wife and everyone was there. So it was just a great experience to meet all the celebrities and, you know, Give feedback, knowing that they like our show. Now you're talking about feedback. Obviously, there's been uh, negative feedback to the show. Obviously, it's not you know some people uh, I guess you would say want to look down on it. There were some problems with the advertisers. Dominoes pulled out. Uh, you know the Italian, yeah, because I mean, which whatever real Guido's ordering Dominoes, I don't know, but uh, like they talk about uh, you know the Italian Anti Defamation League. You're not even Italian. 
Did, does that any of that criticism bother you? Are you at all worried about like, oh my God, people have this a view of me that's not really who I am? No, not at all. You know, they their controversy gave us great ratings, and and at the end of the day, people love our show. And you know, Domin, Domino's decision was premature. They didn't even get to <laughs> see really, it. <laughs> they didn't realize how popular it would be. I mean, it, literally, the ratings. I don't know if you looked at them, but it started out below a million, and then it doubled, and then it jumped up again. Like a couple of weeks ago, it was almost at three million. Jay Leno is lucky to get four million. So literally, America's decided they like the Jersey Shore. Exactly, and you know, so Domino's has to deal with that, and the Italian American organization, same thing. They have no basis for what they're fighting over. Yeah, but, they're um, not even Italian. Yeah, exactly. You know, Nicole's from Chile, and Ron's half Spanish, so go wait, figure. Wait, Ron's half Spanish? But mm-hmm. all right, so now, but Mike and Pauly D, those guys are both full-blooded Italians, correct? Yeah, and okay. Vinny is um, parents are straight from Sicily. Oh, okay. Yeah, because when you get the uh, the Italian flag uh, mixer for the DJ booth, you got to be full blood Italian. There's, <laughs> they're not letting any uh, Chilean or Spanish people get away with that. Yeah, right. So I I also saw in this uh, episode uh, today that was airing tonight that you you guys did this like promo tie-in with Michael Sarah where I guess Paulie D was doing his hair like Paulie D, and I guess it was like a commercial also for his new movie. What was that like getting to meet Michael Sarah? That was amazing. That was unbelievable. You know, I'm just, like I said, enjoying the ride. And, um, you know, Michael Sarah is very humorous in real life. And um, <laughs> it was awesome to be able to do that. Nice. All right. I also, now you spell your name J-W-O-W-W. What's the extra yep. W for? Um, I have no idea. My friend gave me that. It was Jenny Wow, and then it became J Wow. You know, but they presented the wow extra long, so I made it two W's. So, you, so you're saying your name has nothing to do with the World of Warcraft? <laughs> World of Warcraft? No. <laughs> yeah, Tom's a huge fan of that, though. That's actually pretty disgusting that you just mentioned that. The, your your boyfriend's a huge World of Warcraft fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. You're telling me there's some World of Warcraft nerd that gets to hook up with JWoww? There is no Yeah, you used to be no a huge one. You used to be, prior to me, a nerd <laughs> at the World of Warcraft. Uh, just... We don't talk about that inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, that's the one thing you won't discuss is World of Warcraft experience? No problem talking about You know about what the worst part is? I'm really good at video games, but dating a gamer... <laughs> makes me kind of angry because I can no longer play them because I get beat before the game even starts. It's, like, disgusting. What's your favorite? Huh? What, what's your favorite video game? Guitar Hero, but, um, you know, now I resulted to SpongeBob and, you know, stupid Disney games like that, so uh, he can't beat me or doesn't want to play them. So essentially any nerdy video game or that's even too nerdy for your nerdy boyfriend. <laughs> those are the video yeah. games you're playing these days. Yeah, I used to play Madden. I, let me look. I got Mortal Kombat, Harry Potter, wow. Grand Theft Auto, things like that. Alright, so what's uh, what are we looking at for your future? What do you got in store? Like, What's what's your day like tomorrow? What's in your next week? What do you what are you going to do with this uh, this ball of fame that is the Jersey Shore? Um, poster signings that you can get on my web or the HCG diet, which has very you know taken off, and I've gotten a ton of 
positive feedback from and, um, you know, working on the clothing line. As of right now, we're just still picking out um, the materials, um, designing all the shirts myself, um, you know, drawing all the designs by myself. So, and then go from there and then, you know, merge with a clothing company that's very reputable out here and then now, have a release party hopefully by the summer. Nice. Now, if there is another reality show you'd be interested in doing that's out there right now, you know, not necessarily your own thing, but if there's a reality show out there that you think like, oh, I'd love to do that, is there one out there that you would you would think you'd be a good fit on? Um, and no, you know what, Nicole, Smokey said you should go on Bad Girls because <laughs> I'm always in fights. Because you're always knocking no, out chicks and stuff. I don't, I'm not like a reality TV show kind of person. All right. Well, now... Uh, Even though I'm on, like, one of them, so I would, like... <laughs> you're not a reality TV show person. The Jersey Shore. But you're on the most popular yeah. one, so... We're not radio people. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh... If I could make one, it would be, like, the Hills versus the Jersey Shore. That would be cool. <laughs> About to throw oh, down. I have already I've already been reading in the tabloids. Snooki's calling out the Hills. I, I sense a throwdown. I'd, I'd really like to watch that. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've seen some of your posters on your website. Uh, what's the address for your site again? J-W-O-W-W.com. Okay. com. Now, make sure you check out. you got some uh, hot posters there. You uh, with the giant rack there uh, laying out on the cars. It's looking nice. Yeah. Now... You know, you got this fame, you got this ball of thing. What uh, would you be opposed to posing for Playboy? Like, because you got this fame all. right now. What would it take? Let's talk. Let's talk Turkey here. What would it take for you to pose in Playboy? The celebrity centerfolds and cover. Nice. All right. Well, I'll yeah. I'll work on that and yeah. I'll get back to you. <laughs> what if we told you we could get you that if you texted us a picture <laughs> of your boobs right now? Yeah, I. Need I to- think it's already in the works. All right. Well, yes. Uh, yeah, you got my address here. Just uh, you know, forward me over some test photos. I got a lot of connections. <laughs> I am out here in Los Angeles. Hey, Hugh, come in here. <laughs> yeah, Hugh's uh, Hugh's uh, next story here. So, well, Jay Wow, uh, thank you very much for coming on to the program. We really appreciate it. I know uh, everyone listening to this right now is going to go check out your website, and I know they're thank you for be, having uh, me. listening and watching the Jersey Shore. So, thanks again, and uh, wish you all the luck in the future. I lust for you. Thank you. All right. Take care, Jay. Wow. Bye, Jay. You too. Bye. Whew, man. What do you think, guys? Oh, I was just in heaven. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Cornell, I wish we had a video camera in here just to get Cornell's reaction shots (laughs) to some of the stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm elated right now. (laughs) I I need a cigarette. (laughs) So what's your take on the interview, Cornell? What'd you think? You learn a lot? I did. She's half Irish, half Spanish. That was, I think, one of the biggest bombshells. It's all about a lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. And uh, wait, also, what? All right. So she's that you asked her to explain becoming the uh, queen of the club scene or something like that. Yeah. Did what she said make any sense whatsoever? Um. She so she was in the club and she's like, screw this, I want to be the queen of this club. And then I was the queen of the club, and then I met some DJs, and then I became super popular and cool. Right. Yeah, that's pretty much how it went down. Hold on, we got a. Uh, looks like we got another call here. I, she's, she mentioned networking. Uh, caller, you're on the green room. Hello. Uh, hold on. Uh, you got someone calling in. If you uh, if you just try to call in, feel free to call back again. Looks like the thing's hanging up here for a second. So feel free to call back in if you just called in. But yeah, I didn't. Uh, I think it again. was. Um, 
she did some networking with some club promoters, and that got her going here. All right, but we what's, got. What's it mean when she's the queen of a club? I don't know. She didn't have to wait in line. She just got right through. <laughs> Caller, you're on the green room. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Turn turn down your radio, sir. <laughs> hey, Sean. Yeah. Hey, it's uh, Brandon from New York. Hey, what's up? Doing? Hey, what's up, Brandon? How's it going, man? Just just in in, in a state of wow after the interview. <laughs> a state, state of J wow, right? <laughs> So what did you think of the interview, man? I was blown away by her uh, by her prose and her uh, her you know articulation of the English language was really something to be something to be you know proud of on her part. Yeah, no, I honestly thought she she did it. She held her own in the interview, and uh, you know, definitely uh, learned some interesting stuff. She's fake breasts, willing to prose, <laughs> willing to pose in Playboy, uh, not opposed to sending me test shots of I, her naked. I think the Jays. Uh, I feel I feel like this may be her breakout breakout interview. I mean, she really passed away the, the stereotypes and showed you, you know, she's truly an intelligent young girl. No, no, she really she really uh, pounded home those stereotypes of half Spanish, half Irish girls. <laughs> yeah, that, dude, uh, the, the the fact that she was not Italian really blew my mind. I got to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you know, she you know she can hold her own with the best of them out there, but. uh Thanks a lot. Uh, appreciate the, uh, the show. All right. Great. Well, thanks for and, tuning uh, in, man. We'll listen out here in New York. So. All right. To, Take care, buddy. Work. All right. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And uh, I just want to say one thing. Sure. Hurry. I think the J and JWOW stands for Jizz and Cornell's Pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. you know, we can't. It's not all highbrow here, guys. <laughs> No, but uh, honestly, uh, everyone, thanks for tuning into the program. And, uh, you know, we're getting bigger guests like this. And the way we can do that is uh, you guys subscribing on iTunes gives us some leverage with the uh, publicist or JWoww's manager, which is also her boyfriend. And uh, also, financially, it really helps out if you guys go to SeanTGreen.com, click the Amazon link. And then when you click that link, you bookmark it. And then everything you buy through Amazon... I gotta turn your I'm mic sorry. down. I'm trying to do this commercial. I'm sorry, but he, he can't play World of Warcraft <laughs> anymore just so he can promote JWoww. Alright. Go to shantygreen.com, click the Amazon link, and then whatever you buy through Amazon counts for the green room, helps us out, helps us keep getting, you know, A list people like JWoww. So thank you guys. Uh, we appreciate your listening. And uh, Logan is gonna take us out with a haiku. Uh, oh, do you have the rap music? Oh, the rap music. What's the rap music? Oh, I was gonna do Bill O'Reilly. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Close to rap music. You want a Bill O'Reilly rap? Oh yeah. All right, hold on. Let me look this up. Uh, My bad. We talked about it last time. But oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Up since then. Okay. All right. Here you go. Logan rapping over the <laughs> Bill O'Reilly remix. Oh yeah. Cornell Reed, he's got what you need. He's picking up speed, Sean Green taking a lead. Shit, hold on. <laughs> I wrote this down. Mariah's crazy, but she couldn't be finer. Jenny the Guidette is a fashion designer. Cornell learned a lot from our interview. Now tune in next week, because that's what you better do. Oh, All right. That's way harder than I thought it would be. Okay, uh, Cornell, where can people check you out? Uh, Corneasy on Twitter, and I'll be all over with John Lovett's Comedy Club this Sunday at 10, hosting. All right. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, feel f- Make sure to tune in next week. We got Walton Jordan, uh, urban comedy legend, coming in. Awesome. So make sure you st- uh, tune in for that Thursday, 8 o'clock, on The Green Room. for listening.
listening to The Green Room. Don't forget to check out SeanTGreen.com and subscribe to the show today now on iTunes. Don't forget LegalZoom.com for all of your self-help legal needs. Referral code GREEN for The Green Room discount.